Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about my uh, my favorite um, child monk movie. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the Eddie Murphy <laughs> 1986 Eddie Murphy classic, The Golden Child. The Golden Child. Yeah, this was not on my list, but of course... No, it was mine. Yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've been trying to get this on for a while. For sure, yeah. And uh, not that I've been resistant to it, I just have uh-huh. never... This movie was not in any part of my childhood. I didn't even know this movie existed until you mentioned it, and then I went and looked it up and was like, how did I miss an Eddie Murphy movie from like well, the, the 80s? I don't... <laughs> and people, if you're listening, if you've noticed a pattern, we are generally trying to pick movies that are streaming so you don't have to pay to watch them. Right, so, yeah. That will be. That's another and reason why. Speaking of that, you can find this one on Amazon Prime, correct? Yes. That's where we found this. Yeah. Uh, you can watch this on Amazon Prime if you've never found a reason to watch it. You can let this be the reason to do so. So you can come back and join us for this conversation. We'll give you a moment to go do that. And you're back. All right. <laughs> Greatest of all now time. Now you can join us. And if, speaking mm-hmm. of joining us, Mandy, we don't like to talk about these movies alone. We like no, not fast. especially this one, I think. Right, yeah, because we don't <laughs> care what each other think. <laughs> we need someone to pick sides because clearly there's going to be a divide on this one as well. And we are very excited to have back, I think this is for the third time. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you did have a slight quote uh, in our 100th episode that I was able to read for you. Yes. Um, so third time guest, we have uh, Grand Rapids area comedian, uh, showrunner, uh, content creator, and all-around cool guy, Mr. Mike Logan, is with us, everybody. Hey. Oh, I forgot, pod, podcaster also. Yeah, podcaster. <laughs> cool guy Mike Logan. Yeah, so Mike, <laughs> welcome back, man. How you been? I've been really good. Um, I've had a great 2020. I don't know what everyone else is talking about. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, I've been working from home, still making decent, uh, you know, decent money here, trying to stay hunkered in, and I get to work from inside of a uh, walk-in closet. So I'm doing okay for 2020. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so what have you been up to? Oh man, I um, I I produced a uh, uh, I produced Michigan's first all-black comedy festival. I um. I've been doing awesome. my podcast and I got engaged. Very Yay! good. All good things. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Oh everyone else is going to look back at 2020, like the dark times. And you're going to be like, this is everything's coming up. Mike Logan here. Yeah. Raise your glass to freedom. <laughs> Something you will never see again. Sorry. I have like Hamilton. I, I like literally wake up in the middle of the night with Hamilton in my brain. So I watched Hamilton for the first time, like two weeks ago for my podcast. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? I did, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me Very too. Good. I'm obsessed. It's like my daughter's like, please stop playing this music. This is so stupid. <laughs> uh, Mike, we always ask everybody who comes on, how long had it been since you saw The Golden Child before we made you watch it for the podcast? I'm pretty sure I saw this last, and this is just a ballpark, but I think probably 92 or 93. Okay. So it's, it's been, been a it's long time. Been a minute. But you, uh, from what I gather, that you had watched this movie quite often as a child. Between, between 1986 and 1993, I've seen this movie probably 400 times. <laughs> 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 I love this movie. Like I, My dad loved it as a kid and like made me watch it. So I thought before seeing it, I was like, oh, do I just love it? Because my dad forced me to watch it. Nah, I love it. It's a nice. Good- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to, I was going to check to see what, how it uh, held up, but we'll get to that here in a second. Mandy, how long? Had it been since you saw this movie? 
literally everything he just said. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen it. Since you watched was, it with like, Mike 12. Logan's dad when you. <laughs> yeah. And Mike Logan's dad totally got me into it. And I didn't know if I liked it because Mike Logan's dad liked it or if I liked it. But um, no, I, um, I watched it a ton as a kid. Again, like Eddie Murphy movies just played in the background when my dad worked on the house a lot. Nice. Um, you know, the music and stuff. What music? This is the, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> um, and then I didn't watch it. If for, like, you the saw this time. movie, though, that this this soundtrack will just come flooding back. Remember, I feel like because there are a lot of those movies from the eighties. Like this one for me, obviously, didn't hit a string for me because I've never seen it. But this, I can tell that this type of theme, like thematic music that goes throughout the whole movie, in this weird sort of techno synth pop sort of nonsense uh will bring like flooding back memories to people so if you've seen this movie just give this a listen real quick and here it comes (laughs) 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 that that doesn't hurt that's gotta help yeah it's hilarious (laughs) and i was worried too that i was gonna hate it like as an adult i was like oh man this is gonna be stupid and Mm -hmm. i loved it again still i I watched it twice within 24 hours i do want to mention that this movie has a 37 on metascore i just want (laughs) to I do love this. I, I, I'm a film person and I can't mm-hmm. say without with pure confidence, oh, this movie's total garbage. But I, <laughs> thank, but you. I love- <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and then as for me, last time I watched this movie was about uh, like 12 hours ago, maybe. I don't know. It was, I was up until uh, after midnight pulling clips for this movie. So yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say I was excited to do so, but I'm glad I watched it and I'm glad it's done now at this point. Um, um, yeah, I, uh, I, like I said, I don't know how I missed this movie. It should have probably been in the wheelhouse uh, for me, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it more as a kid. Probably would have. Yeah, I wouldn't have been ask. looking for plot holes and weird stuff showing up for just a strange wet t-shirt contest in the middle of a fight scene for no reason. So I, I, addressed, I addressed that in my notes, actually. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you did mention that you had some notes. Do you want to just push through your notes I and do. see what happens? I'm going to throw all these notes out there real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, and this is an order of watching the movie. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay she's getting ready. She's preparing for, for the notes here. All right. The opening credits show so many establishing shots of L.A. It's like, look, he's not in Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. (laughs) That's Um, exactly what this was, too. It was like the beginning of um, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, Eddie Murphy carries this movie on pure charm alone. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I couldn't imagine this even becoming a movie were it not for Eddie Murphy being in it. There's there's, no way. I don't know what it would have even been. Yeah, there was nothing to carry this movie without his so, charisma. This yeah. movie was originally supposed to be super serious, and it was supposed to star Mel Gibson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> when they casted Eddie Murphy, they like rewrote the whole thing to be a comedy, and then I can they tell. actually, uh, yeah. Well, then it's it screen tested so poorly that they actually <laughs> they had him come back and do like Eddie Murphyisms. Um, and record more funny Eddie Murphy stuff. So, so the out of yeah. place, so the out of place scenes that don't seem to make any sense are for a reason. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. All right. So, oh. anyway, sorry, Mike. You can continue. <laughs> don't pull your sword off the wall. Are you pulling your sword off? No, my TV just unmuted itself. That was really oh. weird. Oh. <laughs> that was really weird. Um, 
There's so many Asian actors in this movie, and it came out in 1983. Uh, but why was Scarlett Johansson still cast in Ghost in the Shell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. It's so awesome. The opening song, <laughs> he's the best man in the world. I wonder who the hero is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, that was Ed, Eddie Murphy required that song to be in the movie, I think, before he joined in. Uh, Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy are the same person. Okay. Um, yeah. Young Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To address, uh, Matt, your complaint, it wouldn't be an 80s movie if we didn't see a little tits. I guess, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, and you didn't even see, like, it was almost like they, like, either blurred out or, like, put something over her nipples. It was just, like, literally, like, their boobs. Yeah, it was, it was just the, a round boob with no yeah. nipple. Yeah, it was amb- as ambiguous as it could have gotten away with, I think. It, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I grew up with a bunch of Vietnamese and Korean friends, and I can re- I related so hard to Eddie Murphy standing there staring at an old Asian man rambling to him and not. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on. Let me play a clip real quick. Uh, wait. Hold on. Uh, damn it. Where's it at? Well, anyhow, continue. I'll get to it eventually. Um, this is oh, the I got it. I'm so okay. sorry. Here it is. <laughs> you do this all the time. Yes, <laughs> he's very pleased to meet a man as great as you. Oh, how do you say thank you? <laughs> I love his attempt. It's a, like it's an A plus for effort. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The only movie where Eddie Murphy is an actual badass. Okay. Like I've never yes. seen Eddie Murphy where he knows fucking martial arts. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. As poorly done as it was, he was still <laughs> supposed to be a badass. Yes. See, I don't think it's that poorly done. I think he does a good job portraying a guy that is just just wants to help kids, and he's kind of a nobody that has a troubled past or whatever. I mean, he's not some badass cop from Detroit that's like, oh, damn the authority, I'm going to go do stuff. You I know? did like, enjoy that uh, the the female uh, character in the film was more of a badass, and he just sort of was like, you're supposed to stay in the car, this is man shit in here. Oh my like, god, take care so of good. I love it. Yes. The, I think the two of them, like the charisma between the two of them is awesome. Charlotte Lewis, who played Ki Nang. Mm-hmm. There is a song by Kanye West with a verse from Common where he talks about trying to get rid of his sweet brother Luce, brother Luce. <laughs> and I've always loved that lyric and never put it together that it came from this fucking movie. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it's harder than to barely show Lucifer when he's a flying demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had him bathed in light and like shadow and it was really smart. Having said that, I thought the stop motion was used really well in this movie. For sure. Little- can dancing to like him turning into a demon i'm like they like this movie still holds up pretty good oh yeah i agree yeah. uh special effects were industrial light and sound uh pre roger rabbit they said they were testing out uh technology for roger rabbit yep that makes yeah. sense because this movie yeah because i saw roger rabbit in the theater it was my first and i was only three when this movie came out yeah so the, so. the dancing can scene and stuff was all mm. um a precursor to like the technology they used to layer over top of you know, people move as a child, as a small child, that 100% was my favorite part. Oh, it's scared me as a kid. Oh for my me, gosh. That's so funny for me. I just thought it was too long. I was like, all right, we get it. Let's move on to something else. Here we <laughs> no, go. I, well, did it scare you because he stomps on it? Is that no, why it scared you? It was just creepy stuff like that. Creeped me out. Like I didn't like, like what's that movie with the stop motion skeletons, but in um, evil dead. Um, okay. Uh, I didn't like those parts scared the fuck out of me. I don't know. That person just scared me when I was a kid. I don't know why. It is disorienting, like, because it's not as fluid as a cartoon and it's obviously not 
uh, real life people moving around. So yeah, it's very much uh, out of the normal thing to see. And so when you're just not, when you're just experiencing it as a kid, you're like, there is something very off about this and just seems kind of, yeah, uh, it's it's upsetting. As a kid, I was upset that he stomped on the cute little Pepsi guy, like made and made like the little grizzly man like sad because he stomped on this Pepsi guy. And you know who that was? Tex Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. Randall Tex Cobb. We had him on Liar Liar and Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, yeah. He was the go-to like piece of shit back then, man. I know. Yeah. But, but well, in this well, movie, hero. yeah. Oh yeah, he was in that too. But he's endearing in this movie, and he doesn't even really have any lines. So <laughs> unless you count like gargles, mm. and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Those what all other right. notes? Oh, that's I was it. Gonna okay. say, <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's... Oh, by the way, when we talked about the no-boob thing, this is the first Eddie Murphy movie that was PG-13, so... Okay. Um, it was, it was uh, yeah, this was the first one, and then he didn't do another one that was PG-13 until Nutty Professor, which was 10 years later. Okay. So usually there's a whole lot of fucks and shits and movies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to talk about this scene and how Eddie Murphy kind of kink shames this guy at the newsstand here. <laughs> what? Hi sequel to a book written called Butt Cake. This had to be one of those scenes that was added after the fact, right? Probably. Butt with cake all over it. (laughs) Chunky asses. (laughs) So awesome. It's like, come on, man, leave the guy alone. (laughs) Why was that magazine just sitting on the newsstand? I was just about to say that. Like, this is... Well, it, it's is, it is LA. Dude, I don't know if you looked at like the newsstand, but that guy was in the porn section. Like it was yeah. all porn. <laughs> it, was, it was pre-internet when people could just see nakedness whenever they wanted. But I mean, and, but also, didn't Eddie Murphy get like in trouble for shit that he did, like just out on the streets of uh, LA or something? Like he got in trouble for getting a prostitute, and I think it was like a what he got into. He got bit by a prostitute or some shit like that. <laughs> It was something weird like that. Was just, it Mike Tyson it's all, dressed as a woman? <laughs> I just think it's all karma tattoo? coming back, you know? Like, leave this guy alone. He can look at chunky asses if you want. Well, he has, like, he has like 29 children or something. I don't even remember exactly like how many. <laughs> I know. Oh, like, that's better. I'm pretty sure, like, after 11, like, it doesn't even really matter. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, he's got to keep pumping these movies out like this, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't, do you think Eddie Murphy is proud of this movie? I no. You know, I don't think no. I think he is because, one, it's not a bad movie. Okay. And I think it's a really good microcosm of, like, the time, like, how successful he was. Sure. Essentially, like, he could do no wrong at that point. And, I mean, he made the movie better. I mean, without yeah. him, this would not have been the movie that it was. So, I, I think, if anything, he could be proud of that. Like, I bet he looks back yeah. on it pretty fondly, you know? Yeah. Sure. Also, he was st- he was stopped with a transsexual prostitute by the police. There you I, go. I, I almost said like wasn't wasn't it a man? <laughs> I almost said that, but then I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to put that out there if I you know bad <laughs> information. Was, yeah, you don't want to give out any wrong information about Eddie Murphy and his twenty nine children, right, Mandy? <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> um, by the way, did you guys know that the kid that plays the golden child, J. L. Reet, is actually a girl? I did. Oh. Not until I started doing a little bit of research for this movie. So yeah, her name is was, Jasmine. Yeah, that's definitely a mind blow. But yeah, they never refer to it by gender. 
the the golden child. It's just a child. So well, I assume they intended it to be a boy. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It was her only movie, so apparently she probably got sexually assaulted somewhere. <laughs> just gave up on the whole oh, process. Yeah, maybe she just quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that That's is quite the jump, man. <laughs> Speaking of, um. The uh, woman that plays the the lead, um, Key, what is her name? Yeah, Key. Sorry, yeah, Key Ning. Um, Charlotte Lewis. She was um, sexually assaulted by Roman Polanski when she was sixteen. <laughs> okay, so, these are the, these are your fun facts. Is that right? I mean, it's not really fun, but it's <laughs> it is a, a fact. fact. There you go. <laughs> And I mean, pretty, and, and considering, you know, he's pretty famously a piece of shit. <laughs> yes, sure. Yes, for sure. Uh, okay, Mike, you were just recently because you put together the comedy festival that you put together in Grand Rapids. You were on the news, correct? You you did an interview on the news, and you've done other press junket stuff before, just for comedy things in general, right? Yeah. Uh, which reminded me, as I was watching this, of the <laughs> types of questions, <laughs> the types of questions that you get asked during those sort of things, and I just want to play yeah. this little piece of the movie here. <laughs> I'm Mel Backman, and here with me today is uh, Chandler Gerald, who is doing something very vital to the community, or for the community, I should say, because Chandler is a finder of lost children. Am I correct? Yes, I find missing children. Okay, before I play the rest of that... I was going to say, let's not talk over this, because it's so great. Right, 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 It's so subtle, it's so good. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I did want to ask, though, I wanted to give you guys both a chance to answer this. How many times does he say Cheryl uh, Mosley? Uh, in this, yeah, in just this interview alone, how many times does he say Cheryl Mosley? Well, I know he makes sure he says it every time he talks. Right. Um, so I want to say it's like six or seven because like you're up. I would say eleven. Okay. Uh, Mike, you're it, it's six times he does say. Ah! It, so just so, <laughs> I just thought that was funny as it was going. I was starting to keep track, and I was like, no way. Very interesting. Yeah. You know, there was a show a couple of years back called Finder of Lost Loves. Just total non sequiturs. Just Francio's doesn't doesn't care at all about what he what he has yeah. to say. Uh, listen, I'm looking for this girl. I hope you're not nervous, and which, which is perfectly normal because this this is my fifth show, and I'm. I'm still nervous. In fact, is there anyone here who's not nervous? I love <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to find this girl. Her name is Cheryl Moses. She disappeared a while back. This is wonderful because this is exactly what uh, the Mel Backman report is all about. When I first came to RSG, really loved this scene I, I for me. Like this was this was a big plus for me. Johnny, I I want to do the kind of vital programming that is responsive to the community. I love how you just reaches over Listen, and Listen, I'm me. trying to find this girl. Her name is Cheryl Listen, Moses. She's just... 4 11. <laughs> this is wonderful. Um, uh, <laughs> let's see, I'm a young person. I want to get It reminds me of the therapist of by Adam Sandler. Like he's <laughs> right? farting. Yeah I, yeah, yeah. I got invited to be on a podcast out in Pittsburgh or Philly or some shit like that. Okay. I, this guy found out who I was and he was like, you're doing great things. I want to fly out here. I don't know why he's Vince McMahon, but (laughs) 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 you're doing great things. All right. Um, No. So I was like, yeah, I'll do your fucking podcast. So like he flew me out to Philly and I I went on and he sent me all these prep questions. He's like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? And I'm like, this is fucking great. And then he spent most of the time talking about himself and how great he was. Nice. It was mostly like, see, I like to reach out to all kinds of people on my show. And it was literally, <laughs> as I was watching this guy interview Eddie Murphy, I totally forgot about that scene even happening from when I was a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I saw it now, I'm like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Uh, do you recall any, like, weird uh, questions or any, like, during any of the stuff that you've had to do for, like, press stuff at all for comedy things? 
Um, not weird questions. For the most part, people that guy is an exaggeration. I sure. Oh yeah. Way. Um, but for the most part, when I get interviewed, usually it's not by like it's never by a white guy. I don't know if it's on purpose. Like if <laughs> okay. they purposely do that, but it's usually like a minority or like a woman who interviews me. Yeah. And, like they're usually very great and sure. very gracious. The one time I was interviewed by a white guy was that time in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, he probably had you on to be like, see, I like black people. I have this one black friend to name right. Mike Logan. I've actually looked at his other episodes. I was the first black guest he's ever had. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and he had to fly you in. Like, he had to, <laughs> yeah, he outsourced, he outsourced his black friend. So blackballed in his own community. No yeah. And he had to flow in, fly in these black balls. Hey, <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much. Have a good night. Oh, my <laughs> God, that is so funny. Um, oh. Okay, let's listen in as we get the plot of the movie, I guess, explained by uh, Key here. Come on. 400 years ago, the new Charles Dance is fucking the Lannister. Yeah, La- uh, yeah. Uh, Tyrion or Tyr- Tywin? Well, the, the dad Lannister. Yeah. Daddy Lannister, we'll call it. That is Tibetan for Golden Child, would be taken to the new city. The city of the angels, and would be rescued by a man who is no angel. So vague, and for some reason she just assumes that this is him. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm in the middle of I do love this game, part. So I love to stay and chat with you. This looks like a big joint. Yes. <laughs> I'm serious, Mr. Sherrod. Lick it and smoke it. Lick it and smoke it. <laughs> I think it was two of these, and you smoked the other one. <laughs> You put it in your bag and stop smoking scrolls. You know, it looks like a joint, and you might get jumped by some Rastafarians walking around with this. I feel like this was a, like, let just let the camera roll and see what happens. He's doing prop work now. Oh, my God. I just love him interrupting her to say, you lick it. <laughs> I yeah, it. I love that part. Um, so I looked because you, you know a lot of times they'll have like Native Americans who aren't really Native American and Asians who aren't really Asian. And this brought up because her mother is Irish, but her dad is uh, Chilean and uh, Iraqi. So I mean, Iraq is technically Asia. It's not like Eastern Asia, or I say the Orient, but Matt thinks that I'm being offensive. That is, which uh, I, it is offensive, right? I, no, yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> last, I looked it up last night, and just to be on the safe side, and most, and I guess I can't generalize, but most Asian people on all of the things that I was looking at say that that white people generally are the ones that want to have that language taken out. And like they even call it like Oriental Studies, like the people, like the professors and stuff. Anyways, all right. I don't mean it. As, I don't mean it offensively. My Korean fiance's mom disagrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. And I, I don't mean it offensively. I think it more of like an Eastern Asian type situation because you don't think of Iraq and think of Asia. You know, you think of like Middle East or you know, but Eastern Asian anyway. Um. So she's not Tibetan, like yeah. she's supposed to be, or any of that stuff. Did you say she's Tibetan? No, no, well, her dad is supposedly that guy. I don't even know if he's supposed to be her dad or if she's just calling him father for like a father figure, but he's like that monk. In well, he does refer to her as daughter. Daughter. But, yeah. But I don't know if that's like, because I look, I tried to look up Gupta to see if that was a Tibetan like term of endearment or something like that. And it, it came up with nothing. It came up with Gupla and it was like some huh. anime yeah. thing. Um, Do you watch um, Community? 
I've seen it. I mean, I've seen random episodes, and I think There's it's an funny. Where Jay Shandershirker uh, appears as a insult comic who purposely like offends audiences, and his name is Gupta Gupta. Nice. <laughs> interesting well that didn't come up (laughs) because i really wanted to research this because i wanted to make sure you know i well for one thing i didn't want this to be something that sorry i have something in my eye um something that was like you know offensive and especially because mike because i know that your fiance is asian right yeah she's korean yeah yeah korean okay so i didn't want i was like okay like is this something that's going to come up is mike going to mention like oh they don't you know they did they cast these people but they're not the the right um (laughs) the right version of whatever they say they are yeah Yeah. like the the, the still exists here in hollywood too is them just casting any asian yeah passes yes exactly and most of them are in this movie are chinese so, yeah. but I looked up every single person to be like, oh my gosh, are any of these people from Tibet? <laughs> like, I, and no. And by the way, I looked it up too. Tibet only had one case of COVID. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. It was, back, it was back in January. And the person that had it, like they quarantined them. And in February 12th, they were totally fine. So. Oh, congrats. New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. Congrats to Tibet. Uh, it, yeah. It's super dry there. They said that it's not a good place for viruses diseases sure all right um did you guys have any like standout performances any favorite characters and not like your a-list not like eddie murphy but like anything under that that was like oh my gosh that was so great and i'm glad it was in this movie the the guy who plays like the shop owner guy what's his name he's in like a shit uh james hong yeah doctor yes dr hong or whatever in the movie isn't he he lobbying or somebody lobbying for him to get a walk yeah kim yes um daniel day kim Yes. Is yeah, he's raising money to have him have the star on the Hollywood Walk the of Fame. The fact that James Hong does not have a goddamn star on the mm-hmm. Hollywood Walk of Fame by now, and Donald Trump does. Yeah, right. Thank no you. Sense. The guy's got like two movies to his name. <laughs> One movie he just fucking tells a kid to just go down a hallway. Right. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, James Hong's filmography. Sorry, I'm getting really angry. No, I like it. <laughs> Because this is like a, something I really. This dude's got four hundred forty acting credits, man. And he's still he is still like has like pre production things out there that we haven't oh, even seen yet. Yeah, five for sure. Credits, five writer credits, eight producer credits. The guy's got one camera and electrical department credit. <laughs> nice. And he's like the. Car? He is like the leader of um the it, it's the East. It's like the East film something or other. It has something. It's some Asian um conglomerate of people that are all involved in the film industry so he i think that probably daniel day kim was someone that helped he helped get a career and he's like why does this guy not have a star on the hollywood walk of fame for sure Sure, yeah that's the question james hong i love the dude everything he's in but he's sticks out for me in this movie and this kind of goes back to like what mandy was saying about like um this was written as a serious movie and then converted to a comedy because like i feel like he brings a lot of seriousness and levity to the movie for sure. Up until that point, it's all Eddie Murphy, like, you know, hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, uh-huh. bet, 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 Although, bet. <laughs> James Hong did play Snotty, the, uh, in, um, his name was Snotty in Revenge of the Nerds 2. Remember uh, Booger yes. walks in and he's like, oh, they call me Snotty. A scroll. He had, a, he had his own yeah. scroll. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, speaking of uh, asking uh, women to go up to his room with him here, have we got this clip as well? Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. What is it? The spirits. 
The spirits. The spirits just told me that you should come up for a little while and have a drink and wait for further instructions. I feel like maybe Eddie Murphy's sending some bad <laughs> bad messages here. Look, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 why don't you come up for just a while? Just make her say no twice, you know? Okay. He doesn't try to, like, force her. I tried. Yeah, it's like, that's you know, like, <laughs> they say you should always give a woman two chances to say no just in case. <laughs> two yeah, chances to say no. All right. Come on, Eddie. <laughs> You're going to be very upset. You know, I am the chosen one. All right. And the fact that he even says, you know, I'm supposed to give you a second chance to say no. Like, she's going to be like, oh, well, in that case, sure. Right, right. And then he just leans in even harder, like a third chance to say no. I was like, we get it, Eddie. You need to go upstairs. Like, you're done. My favorite character is for sure the old man the that steals, like, his money and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Victor what Wong. Uh, what does he call him? Ass. Uh... Ass wipe. Ass wipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and he died in a one, but Aww. yeah, and he actually the eye, his eye that was from Bell's palsy. So, um, he I think he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's in a ton of movies for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, he, I mean, this actually came out the same year as Big Trouble in Little China, and there were so many of the same actors. James Hong was in it. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Is James Hong was also? They were both yeah. in both of these movies. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy with the whacked out swords, um, Tommy Tong in this movie, it's Peter mm. Kwong. Um, and he was in both of those movies as well. So. I absolutely hated him with those weird swords, those big giant uh-huh. like hook sword things. And they just seemed like big pieces of like plastic or wood that he was flopping around. And I was like, can we move past this man, please? Like, you this ever is- played Mortal Kombat? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, Baraka is like monkey face guy, right? Like, that's Yeah, like- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and again, there's another guy who's been in a ton of movies and yes. he's always, he's like one of those prosthetic uh, actor guys. Like he's in a suit in almost everything he's in, but. Yes. Have you heard, I- heard the story about the guy from Pan's Labyrinth? The guy who does like the fuck this guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, listeners! I wish you could see this right oh, now. Yeah, you will, you will eventually. I mean, you guys, you you will see this, but if you do, just watch it for this specific mo- motion yeah. that Mike yeah, just made. Yeah, right. Yeah. He just made himself like moose ears. Ooh, <laughs> or moose antlers. That guy, well, because he has little eyeballs. Like, uh-huh. Have you seen? Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? I have not, but yes, I, I know what either. you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I do. No. I do. I do know what you're saying. I just okay, have not seen the movie. Yeah. So I in, don't. In the movie, there's a monster in it, and like he sits at a table and he has no eyes. And the way he sees is he picks up his eyes with his hands and sticks them into his palms and then puts them on his face like this. Yeah. And so that's how his eyes. Gotcha. Look. That guy who plays that character only plays characters in prosthetics in movies. Yeah. Like the same guy is like Matt, the, the 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 Baraka guy. Yeah, this guy has been in a ton of shit, and like, yeah, it's it's like the guy from uh, or the, who's the guy that plays uh, Gollum Ray and Park. all. Like, oh, oh, Andy Serkis. Yeah, that guy oh, doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he does yeah. a bunch of that, like uh, stop or uh, the little green balls on a jumpsuit. Yeah, capture. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you, I mean, he he is a strange looking dude. So there's sure. a there. I mean, he would be like the perfect candidate for that stuff. I, I mean, if you had eyeballs in your hands, I wouldn't even put them up to my face. I'd just be like, yo, or like, I don't know, like look under the table and see what everybody was doing. Like, just, I don't know. Yeah, just constant upskirts for you. That's a, yeah, that's I mean, do it. yeah. I don't know. You could do a lot of things. You could see around corners. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, in this instance, he just needed to see the person sitting in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> just for context. Yeah. He just needed to know who the fuck was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's do one more clip here before we get to the end of this section of the podcast. 
Um, we have, let's do Kayla, the, the lady behind the screen. Yes. Um, oh, shit. I don't think. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Tell me about the golden child. We get a nice synopsis of what the. A perfect child is born. Oh, a golden child. It's echoing. He has come to rescue us. Rescue us from what? From ourselves. Ah. He is the king <laughs> ah. of compassion. He's like, oh, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Compassion will die with him. So if something happens to the kid, the whole world goes to hell? The world will become hell. Ah. Not far from that now. Listen, who would want to take the kid anyway? Those who want evil rather than good. Can you be a little bit more specific? That's all I wanted this one. Like, just just say what you need him to know, please. Everyone just talking to trying to make him blood. They get annoyed at Eddie for not believing any of them. Right. (laughs) If you were to pollute himself, oh, that blood oatmeal was a little rough too to watch. That made me not be able to eat oatmeal until I was one. Then, (laughs) if he eats the blood, they can kill him. The nice nice recap. But wait, all right. Do you have any other questions? As a matter of fact, I do. What are you doing this weekend? Because your silhouette is kicking. Nice. <laughs> I think that Matt. I feel I when the, while I was watching this because I know how much you hate sci-fi stuff. I thought that his, like his cynicism towards it would at least like be. I at least would like calm you a little. Except I'll be like, yeah. To me, I don't want that in the movie because it takes so long to get going. Like, if the main character also doesn't believe the thing either like i just want him to be like on board and let's move on and, and save the kid you know but yeah well, I don't know. the power of boners outweighs the power to save the world come on <laughs> i mean apparently everybody yeah, I, I really want you to go oh okay now that we had sex like I guess, yeah right I guess for I'll sure go. even then even then they still fuck again yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i mean she and she doesn't want to it's obvious she she's like eh, i don't like, Oh look, a bed. A, a bed. <laughs> you must go to Tibet. The child is in danger. Oh look, a bed. I'm still horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jump off screen. Like it's so hard for me to hear that kind of stuff because I, I can obviously I have a five year old daughter, so he'll always be donkey in like everything. Oh. <laughs> so for him to be like, oh look, a bed. Look, look, shit. <laughs> There's to me, a bed. It's uh, it's very much yeah. She just she fucks him to get him to go, and then but somehow within like a two day period that they spend time together, they absolutely oh, fall in love. Number it's, it's one exciting. plot hole for is me. Is that a woman using her power? By the way, I, is I think maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was pretty powerful. I don't think that she had to to do that, but she thought to yes. herself, "How do I get this golden guy to fix this <laughs> golden child? I'll give him this golden pussy." Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, that's exactly the WAP was born. Um, <laughs> oh my God! We, golden pussy. <laughs> the golden pussy yeah. sounds like a, the golden pussy sounds like an award you get from a porn, like yeah. as a porn industry, like pussy award. You get yeah, the golden sure. pussy award. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? God damn it! I don't know. I'll think about it in a minute. Uh, before we get there, though, we do need to take our first. We need to take a break, and before we take the break, there is a little activity that we need to do. We play with all of our guests. And I have a truncated version of the theme song for that. I think I'm going to try to narrow these all down because they're just too long. So here we go. Here's the theme song. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. And Mike, what we need from you is a 10 word or less synopsis of The Golden Child. Uh, something you'd see on the back of a DVD or on the, the you know title card for the, the thing you're about to click on on Amazon Prime. Ten words or less to describe this movie. You'll have the break to figure it out, 
and we'll get that for you uh, from you when we come back. And we will be (laughs) already got it. (laughs) We will be right back after these messages. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And And this this better better be good. good. You know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and myself, two professional comedians, review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this is an ad for our podcast. It's true. You can find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's everywhere. Except for SoundCloud because fuck SoundCloud. That's what we used to use and now we use Anchor. Anchor's fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's true. Um, If you like movies and you like funny anecdotes and we also talk about movie news and we've got witty, great banter, download our podcast now. If you listen to this podcast, odds are pretty good you'll like our podcast. It's true. We're incredibly funny, incredibly witty. I love Mike a whole lot. I don't know if he loves me as much as I love him. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, download our podcast wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was, was an ad. Good. Oh, okay. Well, that was clever. Yeah, well. Hi, this is Bob from Your Welcome Future Self, the podcast. Each week, myself and my co-host Adam come together to become less terrible people one episode at a time. It's a show about creating goals and trying to keep them. I hope you listen in wherever you get your podcasts and join us on our journey of self-improvement and mental health and stability (laughs) or instability. I don't know, but come on and join us. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. It is time for the rousing conclusion of chop this synopsis. So Mike, if you could please regale us with your 10 word or less synopsis of the Golden Child. The Golden Child. Eddie Murphy does Eddie Murphy things, but it's in Tibet. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the best ever. There you awesome. go. We'll take it. I'd watch it. I'll also, I will it. say, uh, out of curiosity, I did watch the trailer for this mm-hmm. movie, and it is perfect, pristine yeah. 80s trailer cheese. It's so good. Okay, all right. Is it the one where he, they actually don't show anything from the film? It's just Eddie Murphy talking about seeing No, the it's the one where they show literally the entire film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to say it's the one where they trick you into watching it by not by not no, showing them. did give away the entire movie. In the okay. trailer. <laughs> they, they did a trailer where it's just Eddie Murphy on a yak, and he's like talking about how you need to go see this movie because I had to ride a yak, and it was cold and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Weird. All right. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I would. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd would watch that movie. I'd click on that uh, that drop down for uh, for Mike's uh, synopsis there. But me too. Uh, all right, moving on to. Do we have any more? You, um, fun facts. We pretty much are done. Do you have any clips that we didn't get into? Uh, I do have a couple. Uh, of course, this is the one, uh, Mandy. You asked me to pull this little section here. Yes, there are two that I asked. Ah, you. Ah, 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 ah. Want the knife? Yes. <laughs> And then let him ask again. I want the knife. <laughs> please, please. Oh my god, we said that in my Only family like all the time. And wield a knife. And if you're such a man, you will have it. <laughs> Only oh, a man so whose great. heart is pure <laughs> can wield the knife. And only a man whose ass is narrow can get down these steps. And if mine is such an ass, then I shall have it. Yeah. Does this go on to when he talks about the ground? No, I don't think, uh, no. 
Uh, I do have the clip of him like trying to get to the knife. But my first thought watching this ahead of time, the whole point of this, just drink the water. Like right when you get there to the beginning, rather than carry this damn glass of water the whole way. I'm like, that's how you solve this puzzle. You're not going to spill any of it. it. But then he fucking goes through the whole process, gets to the very end and then drinks the fucking water. I'm like, why? (laughs) Like make it, make him smart enough to realize that that's the way to not spill a drop. But I don't know. I love that's actually my favorite part of the whole movie is when he has to go through and, and do you have the part when he's like there's a ground there's, yeah. you guys are just messing with me no I don't uh, based on your timestamp, this is the part that came up for me though I don't know no that's just, okay that that okay. is my the knife part was a big part of our childhood. I thought you said I was supposed to stay on the path yes but you must know when to break the rules well how many people have survived this test none None. 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 I'm gonna That's break your classic, ass when I get out of here. Classic Eddie Murphy. <laughs> None. Yes. My husband walked in and he's like, What are you watching? And oh I was like, I have a podcast for the Golden Child. And he just laughed and shook his head because half the movies he's never seen yeah and he's like well, that's just a weird movie nobody's ever seen and i was like whatever that's like the I'm, best movie ever i'm actually curious to know of our listenership how many people have actually seen this movie because it like i said it was absolutely it, if you had, s- had said to me uh who is in the golden child or when was the golden child made i literally had no information about this movie in my brain anyhow or anywhere so I don't know. It was one of those like recorded off of TV VHS tapes for us. Yeah, sure, so. sure. So, Mike, did you have the actual like? Did you have the VHS tape, or was it a, a question of, or like, was it one of those taped off of Cinemax type scenarios? Um, we taped it off of HBO or something like that. Like, sure, we taped sure. It off TV. Most of, we didn't. My parents did. We were poor. We couldn't buy like v- mm-hmm. VHSs very often. Um, so like, if we did get one, it was like of a movie we all really loved. Sure. But, um, Golden Child, that was one my dad like made sure to record off of TV. I think it was actually the TNT version of it, too. I was just sure. going to say, I know for a fact mine was recorded off of something that had commercials because yeah, yeah. my dad would try really hard to like stop and start the tape, but it was always like jacked up when you could tell where the commercial was. Sure, yeah. I always hated those. I love watching the old commercials. Like If I ever find an old tape that we've that my parents had bequeathed to me after i moved out of the house you know that's got the old uh the old ass like 90s commercials embedded in them i love it i love watching those are the greatest especially like the local ones that no one else will have seen you know guys i got a little side wager for you guys okay um so i'm gonna post to my personal facebook who out there has seen the eddie murphy classic the golden how many people do you think will say they have um i've got about i'll say i've got about two thousand two hundred people on my friends list well, Mike, not to be stereotypical, but I got a feeling my friends on my page will probably not have seen this movie a lot more likely. Than- <laughs> so of, of your friends on your page, I would say, I'm going to say less than, I'm going to say less than like a hundred have seen this 100? movie. Yeah. I, so we'll- I was going to say more than 50, but I'll go for more than a hundred. Yeah. More than all right. That's basically. Yeah. Let's see how, do you have a prediction, Mike? Let's. I oh, I think it's gonna be like thirty. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I think this is not a controversial enough topic for anybody to give a shit on. My sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess that not only do they have to take it upon themselves to respond, then they, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, I, yeah but, <laughs> maybe this will be like the break people are looking for. Like, oh, thank God. Yes. Some, yeah. I don't, know people, I don't know if you guys noticed, but after yesterday all day, I only posted positive things on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah I had yesterday was a. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday yeah, was a I rough day through. in Kalamazoo. I know that. Yeah. I go. That's my mom texted me and, and she's like, Are you guys safe? Are you at home? But, okay. For one thing, I live in fucking Portage. Like nothing happens here. It's full of a bunch of rich white people. Sure. And, um, and I was like, yeah, but if I wasn't a mom and I was 20, I'd be down there. And I was like, because F, and I even wrote F because I don't say fucking for my mom. I'm like, F those effing racists. <laughs> and so then she comes back and I could tell my mom had been drinking and it was a voice text because she's like, I didn't ask for your fucking, and it was like, it was all like start out. I didn't ask for your fucking opinion on the police because I was like, oh, and I bet the police aren't protecting them as much as they protect black light or are protecting them more than they protect black lives matter. Yeah, people. Yeah. She's like, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. <laughs> and that was how we left it. And my sister who was in the group text, she's just like, I'm home with a heart. <laughs> That's probably more, more likely what she was looking for. Just, yeah, probably. I'm here. I'm safe, but yeah, just an update. There's already gotten two people that said that they have, and they're both white. Oh, well, hey, there you go. Uh, just yeah, blowing out those stereotypes one. everywhere, Mike. Yeah, good it was a, a big one for me. I, actually, I mean, Eddie Murphy is just universal, I think. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. So. Um, okay, I'm going to play, I mean, just another clip that we missed here. We've got this one here. Goomba. Yeah, I've ruined Goomba. myself with the American. I've ruined myself he's with the American. Fool, but he's brave. I love their like ridiculous like Americans are so great at the end of this. Like mm. I wonder who wrote that. Protecting his own feelings. America. <laughs> yeah. I like but if you yeah. touch his heart, there's nothing he wouldn't do for you. Yeah, you gotta touch his heart. He leaves in nothing. I got most of my relationships by touching guys' heart. Uh-huh. He's a careless, thoughtless, undisciplined fool. <laughs> I don't America. Like it's very hard not to. Those magnificent Americans. Yeah, those magnificent Americans. So much yeah. power and so little understanding what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Yeah, whatever. Follow your heart. Um, do you have the clip when he the guy has him up against the wall and he's talking to him and he's like, Hey look, man, there's a there's a peck of tic tacs. No. <laughs> that clip is in the trailer though. Ooh, speaking <laughs> of that clip, did you know that that is Michael Douglas's brother? Is that I, well, his his name is Gene LaBelle, and uh-huh. he is a martial arts trainer. He trained um, Chuck Norris. Oh, no, so not thought, that guy. I'm sorry. Not the guy with the Tic Tacs. It's the guy at the end who they punch in the face after they he says that he sold the girl. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. I did that not guy, know that. Yeah, that guy is Michael Douglas's brother, right? Kirk oh, Douglas. that's a... Sh- I mean, Kirk he, Douglas's he, other son. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's exactly how he gets introduced <laughs> at parties, by the way. He, he, he's like, this is Michael Douglas, my son. This is my other son. Yeah, this is Dottie, our daughter, and this is our other daughter, <laughs> Dottie's sister. Dottie's yeah. sister, exactly. Kirk Douglas actually said, this is Kirk Douglas's other son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows his place, too. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh, do we want to move God. on to some uh, some of our games yeah. here? Do you want to do box office? Let's do box office. Of course, this has a theme song as well, provided by the one and only Mr. Stu McAllister. 
Box office theme song. <laughs> That's it. Short and sweet. <laughs> That's our box office theme song. Pretty good theme song. Yeah. And actually, Mike's probably a good one to do this with because he has such a better understanding of movies than a lot of our other guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so how much, Mike, do you think it costs to make this movie in 1986? Jeez. Um, how much it cost? Uh, stop motion. ILM was doing a lot of new stuff with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say $8 million. Okay. okay. Matt? I, of course, don't look any of this stuff up ahead of time. I only pull the clips. Mandy does all of the numbers and everything. So this is all blind for me. I'm going to say that this movie was somewhere in the $15 million range. Okay. Um, actually, it was $25 million. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, they paid a lot for Eddie Murphy, I think. I'm right. guessing, yeah. Good million, for him. Eddie. I'm going to say right now, 20 million of that went to Eddie. <laughs> no exaggeration. <laughs> well, and the fact that they had to call him back, I bet that cost a pretty big chunk that sure. he had to go back. And like, just because he's him, he was probably like, man, did you, you see pay me. that they had the composer? They had the same composer for this that they had for, uh, was it Back to the Future originally? They had uh, like three different composers. Because that got originally from it was movie. scored very mm-hmm. serious, right? Yes. And it didn't have any of that like weird 80s synth pop nonsense in it. Correct. And that's when they were like, this is not funny enough to be an Eddie Murphy movie. And then they yes. went back and re. But the, the stuff in Tibet, they said they kept the soundtrack or the original score for the stuff that was in Tibet because it was all mystical and it was more of a serious note at that point, I guess. But yeah. I mean, Eddie Murphy has been on record saying that like the original script was so much better. Like this is like Mm. cheese, you know, but whatever. I mean, it's Eddie Murphy isms that made it. So, all right, Mike, how much do you think that this movie made worldwide gross up until like basically up until now? I don't know the exact date. $25 $25 million budget. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, 1986, height of his, I mean, this guy, you know. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to say $72 million. Okay, Matt, what do you think? Like 30. Oh, damn. Oh, you suck ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it. Back. I said it made its movie, uh, it's, it made its money back. Come on. What do you want from no, me? Mike wins. It made $80 million. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, they didn't make a sequel, which is surprising. I feel like that was something they could have done. Yeah, making that much money, they had the money to blow on a sequel. But where would it go from there? I guess. I mean, like the kid goes back to Tibet, and then he come, she comes back to live stateside with him. I guess, and then I I guess I don't know where you go from there. I mean, they got married, and seemed like they were a family, and then they just they're like, oh, two weeks, bye, like you're fucking gone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Very, it's very strange the like the the timeline of their relationship. Yes, the timeline of the relationship. The timeline of like the the arc of the movie seems very. It, it takes so long to get to the arc that, and then at the end, it just sort of falls. Like everything's fine. Send the kid back to Tibet. We're good to go. You come back, live with me. We're all good to go. We got more uh, more Elsa. bed and sweating and TV and whatever. <laughs> Yeah. To quote Elsa from Frozen, mm-hmm. you just <laughs> met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and like he That's what we do. That's the sequel. She turns out evil. And the, they oh. they stole the chosen or like the golden child and brought him uh, brought him back to Tibet. 
And then Turns she stabs Batman, and you find out that she's actually Talia al Ghul. Hey, look at that. We're making movies. Here we go. <laughs> she's really a femme. Uh, verbal, verbal yeah, we knew the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we knew the whole time. All right. Uh, next game? Yeah. Ages. Uh, all right. We have a new theme song for this. This one's only been out for like a couple of episodes. Uh, brought to us by listener and previous guest, Mr. Brandon Alberta. Brandon, we Let's love you. Let's play Guess the Age. That's it. Short and sweet. Let's play Guess the Age. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's um, my dream to have our guests or to have our listeners just cover all of the bases for us so I don't have to do any work anymore. I just want people to. I want someone to take a movie that we're going to do and pull all the clips and just send them to me. That's what I want to have happen. That's right? how big. Well, I helped in this one. I helped. Yeah, right. Like, you gave me some timestamps. Oh, speaking of, I, I really want to hear the Brother Noomsie part when you get a chance. Like, oh, did sure. You, okay. Um, I just want to make sure we hear it before the end of the episode. Sweet Brother Lucy. <laughs> Noomsie. Maybe. When was that? That was like at the 50-something mark? I sent you the timestamp. When they're in the airport and then he tries to arrest him, Hera tries to have him arrested. He's like, no, my brother Numsi. I may not have uh, pulled that. You mother effer. Yeah. Fine. Well, if, we if, say if, as many, if as many people have seen it as you, you claim have seen it, then they, they already know what you're talking about anyway. Well, so. my family, we do the, I want the knife. And then we're I did like, pull oh, this. when he... Gibberish Tibetan singing. Yes. I don't think it's Tibetan. (laughs) All right. Um, No, but yeah. Guess what what the second comment is on my Golden Child post? Uh, Oh my God, what? I want the knife. Yes! That is the best. I love it when he when he's like, Brother Noobsy. I, 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 I want the knife. <laughs> I love it when he's in the airport. He's like, arrest me. Hudge me. Yeah. I, need to, yeah, I need to be forgiven. I don't Noobsy think I really me. understood what was happening during that scene. I don't know why they didn't arrest him. I don't know mm. how that got absolved. Because they told he said, this man has stolen something from me. Please arrest him if he doesn't return my item. And then they just didn't. So well, I don't, because he I don't told him, it. he's like, oh, you want to have me arrested? Fine. This well, night you, you're going to sit in this yeah, room. I, I know, but I mean, you can't just go to the cops and be like, do this thing because this man's a bad person and then just be like, nah. Um, who goes to the cops and says, do this thing and the cops go do this thing? That's what well, I, I mean. In general. They're not from America. Or, or wait, they had landed <laughs> in America. Never mind. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and anyway, to Katmandu. Have you ever wondered what Katmandu look like? There's cows Speaking everywhere. Speaking of Katmandu, I thought one of the guys inside the biker bar looked exactly like uh, Bob Seeger, by the way. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, go ahead. What are we doing? I forgot right. what we're on. Uh, no, we were talking about ages. Okay. Oh, yes. There we go. Um, so we'll just start out with Eddie Murphy. How old do you think, Mike? How old do you think Eddie Murphy was when he made this movie? 22. Okay, uh, Matt. 28. He was 25, okay. which is crazy to me because when I was a kid, he just seemed so old. Like, yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. When I was a kid, he seemed old. Oh, I always thought he looked pretty young. Um. Okay. So how old do you think that Charlotte Lewis, who played Keen Nang, was? 26. Matt? 30. You think that the the girl, the woman, the, like the main woman character was 30? Sure. 
She was 18. Okay. <laughs> she turned 18, like, during the filming. Yeah. All right. Eddie Murphy was hanging out with a 17-year-old in that movie? Uh, I, it totally happened, yes. It's, like, <laughs> so crazy to me. And, like, only two years before that, she was sexually assaulted by what's-his-face. Um, <laughs> all right. That's why, she, that's why uh, I had to ask her to say no twice. I know, right? <laughs> okay, and I only picked one more because we don't really, I mean, unless you want sure. I have the age for the guy that played Sardo Numsva, but I don't think anybody cares about that. But, Tywin um, Lannister? Tywin, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me, um, James Hong. How old do you think he was in this movie? Oh, wow. Ooh, he is always, is he's always seemed the exact same yeah, age as he was like, in this movie. Like, has always been old. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is not eight because he was born 96. Right. And then it turns out in this movie, he was 17 in this movie. Right. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. I want to make sure we're talking about the same person. Like, you thought she was 30? Yeah. It's like when you see Morgan Freeman on The Electric Company, and you're like, the motherfucker's cool. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, diabetes guy, uh, Wilford oh, Brimley. He yeah. just died. Like, he just died like within the last year. Yes, and, like in in a couple of months. Ago, and I, I, I used to have a joke that I would tell on stage about him. He was a fucking he was a senior citizen in Cocoon, and that movie was made like thirty years ago. Like I don't know how he's still kicking. I, I mean, just true story. Eating, eating oats and riding horses, I guess. <laughs> he's keep taking him, care of young. his diabetes. That's right. If you take care of it, you live longer. True. All right, Mike. How old do you think James Hong was? Oh man, <laughs> this is a really good one. <laughs> Um, I want to, in my mind, I'm like, he shouldn't be any older than 40, <laughs> but, but he's so fucking old, man. This is he's so yeah, well, old. Makes, okay. He's still alive, which, okay, I'm gonna um, say he was 40. Okay. okay. Yeah. He looks like he was like 50 in this movie, <laughs> okay. but I'm going to say probably closer to somewhere with Mike. I'm going to say he was in his late thirties somewhere. He was 57. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's super old. <laughs> he was 86. Well, yeah. I mean, didn't you say he's got like 400 movie roles under his belt? So. Yeah, yeah you, can't do, you can't do that when you're, if you're 40 uh, one of years his, old, but yeah. One of his ancestors was raped by a dragon or something. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, seriously? Like, yeah, they just throw that, that was, out all nonchalant. Like, oh, Kayla? Yeah, her... <laughs> some real... Some real bad stuff happened to her. <laughs> she, what, is she, what does she say? She's like 400 years old? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah because one of her ancestors was raped by a dragon. And then oh no God. more words were said. Although, I guess, what do you say after someone comes up with that? <laughs> really no more, nowhere to go from there. But I just right. picture, like, two different-sized dogs, like, having <laughs> Yeah, sex, like, how like did this really, happen? Like a no. St. Bernard and a Chihuahua. I don't know. But. I don't want to be that guy, but... <laughs> Five days before I turned 34, James Hong turned 91. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he still doesn't have a star on the Hollywood. That's true. It's good. Write the yep. petition. Sign it. Sign yeah, it now. All right. I got a new cause. I know. Cause. It's crazy. New cause. There, yeah. It's right. true. Yeah. By the, time, I, yeah, by the sure. time you hit 35, this is this better happen. That's James Hong better have a goddamn star. That's right. <laughs> well, before he dies, for sure. My God, the guy was born in 29, I think. So <laughs> he is like on his way. All right. All right. Uh, that was it. Okay. Next game. 
No, can we hear the? I want to hear the brother. Oh wait, we already. Said I the can't. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely can't. Go fucking pull that clip. Yeah, we'll pull it up wait. on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Um. I did that one. I did this one. Oh, uh, we. I have. Uh, Sardo talks to the Dark Lord Muppet voice. That's exciting. Tries to kill Tommy Tong. He was weak. He might have betrayed us. Thank you. Oh my God, he does sound like animal from the Muppet. Yeah, animal. It's not animal. You have no reason to fear him. Off from Inspector Gadget. He's surrounded. Oh yeah. The guy who voiced this guy also was uh, two of the main voices in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. I remember that cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Move the child before the chosen one draws near. Okay, why are we still listening to this? It's so horrible. That guy's got the greatest voice in all the voiceover. (laughs) Okay, and not, I mean, I know this is like out of the blue, but do you guys know that Uncle Phil was the voice of Shredder? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I found out like a month ago and it blew my fucking mind. (laughs) Dude, if I could just be the voice of some iconic like cartoon character, and no one would know who I was in real life, it'd be the greatest of all time. Well, that's James Hong actually is a, uh, the voice of a lot, a lot of the characters in um, Kung Fu Panda. Okay, huh. so Things yeah, are, uh, yeah, it's a Poe's father, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. All right. Yep. For sure. We have one more game that we play, and that game also has a theme song, and I shortened that one as well. <laughs> I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? I'm gonna win this one, this one time. This <laughs> there you time. go. All right, it is time for us to play. What's that sound? And hopefully you can hear it, Mike, because you don't have headphones on. Yeah, yeah today I heard everything else clearly. I have okay. two sounds from this one. Normally we have three, but I only pulled two from this because a lot of it was just wacky '80s techno music over top of what was happening on screen. So Kenny, I'm on my fiance's MacBook Pro. I can hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh let's do this one first. All right, we'll play it again. Hmm. <laughs> All your friends that guessed this that said yes to this movie are sad right now. Ooh. You okay, yeah. Matt? So, you are you hearing that little noise that's happening, or is that just me? No, you're okay. Yeah, I got to stop that from happening. Somebody's sending me a message on my phone. Um, damn, I don't know when that is. You want to play it again, Matt? I sure once do. Your, once your message is taken care of. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, is it um? What's his face? The bad guy guide like transport, like disappearing and reappearing. Mm-mm, nope. Mandy, you want to take a swing at it? Uh, it's Kayla with her like little shaking her maraca ass that got raped by the yes. dragon. Yeah. Well, it wasn't her. I mean, one of her ancestors. Well, right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was years ago. Everyone knows that. It was actually Kayla uh, getting pissed after he asked her what she was doing this weekend. Yeah, yeah she got <clears throat> upset. So, okay, there's the first one. And second one is. <laughs> All right, we're going to do it again. 
sounds like his little bird uh, flying and getting like attacked by something. I don't remember that happening in the movie. Me either. I thought the same thing. <laughs> no, you were on. The, you were sort of on a similar track. It does have that little that little noise little at the bird. beginning. Is is not. It's not a bird though. I'll give you that. Oh. It's 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 something. It sounds it's just like his little bird. Right. Can yeah. You play it again. Uh huh. It's very scary. <laughs> I have no idea. No. Oh my right. god, I I have nothing either. Okay. Rather than leave and it hanging. Yeah, I was like, and I almost don't want to hear it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Rather than leave it hanging for the audience to guess, which I seriously doubt anyone will. No, they just, might. You, you keep. To, you keep. Yes. You, you keep doing this. Okay. Well, yes. we're gonna, I'll do it one more time clean. This is just for the audience. Okay. If you guys know what it is, send us an email or get, uh, send us a message. Here it is. <laughs> All right, tell me what that it's, sound is. It's fucking terrifying. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, in the movie. I'll tell you guys once we're done. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of What's That Sound. Nice job. One out of two. That's not bad. Nice job, guys. Work as a team. You figure it out. Yeah. Uh, next time you'll get it, Mike. I promise. <laughs> I'll just pick some <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, I was very limited to what I could do in this movie that wasn't either blatantly obvious or covered by the theme music in the background because any sort of transitional scene was covered by that theme music and then yeah so it was it was weird but it is it is what it is we got it all right for sure um <laughs> i feel uh, like we've done this movie some justice with this episode oh sure yeah i, I started kind of liking it it's not true right um, <laughs> it's not true <laughs> all right uh any uh final thoughts anything we didn't cover oh no i remembered the thing remember i was gonna be like oh, i had a thing i wanted to talk about before we quit. yeah so the, the only thing keeping this woman alive after she gets stabbed in the back, she does like a bunch of backflips and gets an arrow to the back or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing keeping her alive is being in daylight or not keeping her alive. But the only thing that allows for the golden child to bring her back to life is yeah. if she stays in the daylight. So naturally you put her in the basement and <laughs> next to the smallest <laughs> windows possible, right? They've got the, they got the little tiny top of the basement, little, you know, peek out the side windows. Why not put this bitch on the roof or just anything <laughs> to keep her in some sunshine to give her a chance, man? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now why. <laughs> you are unaware that one of the co-writers, ghost co-writer, this is super secret. You're not gonna find this on any Wikipedia anyway. Okay. <laughs> the ghost co-writers of that movie is Quentin Tarantino. Uh, <laughs> Was like, okay, man, look, I just want one scene where you just see her toes, man. Yeah. Like, why would we just see her toes? I don't know, man. Maybe I don't know. The kids got like some sort of power bundle used by light, but the only way to get the light is to put her in a basement with one small window that cracks open and it gets into her bed. Only a toe gets lit. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever you can do to put as much focus on a toe as possible. That's why. That's oh my god. That whole thing is so awesome, and Matt, you are com- completely correct. That is super stupid. <laughs> why, why do this? The only thing you want to do is keep this woman alive, so they throw her in the darkest room they had. But oh, and don't you love how in her dream he, she's tied up, and in his dream she's tied up with toilet paper? Yeah, I love how like, he says it. Oh, they tied you up with toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I feel like as a kid, I remember like thinking like, oh, I'm gonna tie my sister up with toilet paper because it. <laughs> kept that woman like against the wall i don't know that scene that whole fucking dream sequence scene was a fucking fever dream of the best part of the movie yeah i (laughs) guess because you got to see like semi-boob even though there was no nipple there (laughs) 
I yeah, I don't know. That was that was rough, man. But oh no, that wasn't that was no, yeah, those were two different things. This was like when they would cut to the studio audience applauding, which again, I assume that was stuff that was tucked in after they shot the original movie and were like, How do we make this more silly? And they just had him throw out some one liners and had an applause sign light up and it was weird. One one of the things that I wondered after watching it with this and I couldn't really like focus on it was his scar did it did he give him the scar that to look like the dagger it seemed like it when he's like so and he points to his arm and he's like this dagger or was it just like this really raunchy like cut and scar and i just yeah all of it was nonsensical to me and you're not going to get any like clear answers out of me because it was just it was a this was the visual form of gibberish to me if you if, if you were to put that into a movie but you know, well, okay, qu- question. If you, if, uh, yeah. Com- there you go. That's old school, bro. Did you know that the child in the movie is actually a female and not a boy? See? I did. We're reaching people. That's and that's, nice. okay, so if, if someone were to come to you and say, you have to go to Tibet and do all this stuff to save the world, <laughs> like, what would, like, would you do it? Like, would you just be like, what if this person's, like, not wrong? Or would you just be like, fuck you and let the world end? You know, if you were to ask me that question um, half a year ago, <laughs> uh, I would have been like, no. <laughs> but today I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I get to leave. I get to get on an airplane and go somewhere. Oh, like, this is, that hell yeah. Right now, Tibet wouldn't even let us in. That's how no. They for sure, actually, and that's uh, the other thing when I talked about their COVID cases, yeah. like, in January, so like before we even really like knew what was happening, they closed everything down. In order to go to Tibet, you had to sit in like a 14-day quarantine. They yeah. were like, nope, you know, we're not having it. So, All right. They're stuck in there. Now we got a free Tibet Matt, again. I already know you. You would say no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. Well, I mean, I guess it does, uh, does that also entail having sex with that Asian woman twice? I get, the one you I thought was 30 when she was 18? Right, right yeah. Because that's why. I'm, that's clearly why he did it. <laughs> Is I, just that want, the, I just want to point out, too, that if Donald Trump were the president of Tibet, his campaign slogan would be free Tibet again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. So that brings that's us to so the awesome. end. Mm-hmm. Uh we always ask, uh, I guess a way to put a cap on this is, would you watch this movie again, Mike? Oh, hell yeah. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, Mandy? Yeah, I will. I don't know if it'll be anytime soon. I want my husband to watch it. Okay. He he walked in during the, when he's like, there's there's no ground here. Like, yeah. he's like, what is, and I'm like, this is the best part. Come watch it. I rewound it. And he, he watched it for like five minutes. It and looked like, like it was on some sort of a Nickelodeon, uh, like, like Adventure Double Dare? Show. Yeah, like Double Dare. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one where they climb the mountain? Or they look for the, the stone? Yeah, Gladi- climb, the mountain is gut, climb the mountain is guts. Uh, looking for the stone is Legend of the Hidden Temple. That's the one. Legend of the Hidden yeah. Temple, yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I will definitely. I'll watch it again eventually at some point. Very good. I will not. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Big surprise there, yeah. <laughs> Um, normally I'd be like, well, it'd be fun to watch with people. You know, like I don't recommend watching the movie alone, but if it were in a group of people, it'd be all right to watch it. But no, not, not this one for me, but I appreciate your, your guys' childhood. It was great. I've had some (laughs) terrible movies. I've, I've brought some really terrible movies to the table. Yeah, you've brought some really good ones too, that I'm glad, you know, and that's just the way it goes. Yep. It's all hit or miss, man. And, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So that's being said. 
tell us uh, what people can uh, find, where people can find you, Mike, and what you're doing and what you got coming up and any plugs you want to point people toward. I mean, um, obviously all my social media, it's all ice, uh, the ice cold comedian, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook fan page and stuff. My YouTube channel is the ice cold comedian as well. Okay. <laughs> um, and he uh, has t- super funny videos, you guys. So go check that out for sure. Yeah. And yeah, no shows coming up right now. I am developing a couple of things, but I can't talk about them yet. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I mean, I just put on that, you know, uh, the all black comedy festival, uh, much to the chagrin of the old whites here. Yep. Uh, yeah. Other than that, just got <laughs> just dating. I can't talk about it though. <laughs> For sure. And well, then, and uh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be busy planning a wedding. What? Oh, I'm not planning the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and and don't forget the podcast, man. Oh yeah, yeah this better be good. We still upload. <laughs> we still upload episodes. Um, every <laughs> uh, every Thursday. Sometimes we miss a couple of days, but. Um, we still get. How has that been for you guys? Um, um, so you guys can't go to the movies right now, obviously. Yeah, we just do the same thing. You guys do essentially whatever newest film is streaming. So like this week, we're going to be doing um that new Jamie Fox, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, the Power Power something, the Pill movie on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, goes. So you guys are leaning into like the Netflix originals or the oh, yeah, we've Am- been doing Amazon or Netflix. Um, pretty much whatever everybody's watching right now, which is sure. just streaming stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and and too, like for someone like me who can never, even when we could go to the movies, couldn't get out. Could make it. it to a movie. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. We've been um, getting really good engagement on that. Because so, when COVID first happened and we kept uploading episodes, but they were like of movies we've just always wanted to do, but never did. Yeah. We saw our numbers like drop. So, yes. so we're like, okay, well, nobody gives a shit about this stuff. Well, <laughs> we are, we are just a few, uh, we're like a hundred uh, downloads away from our, from 10,000 downloads. And we were on pace to hit that months ago, but then COVID hit and everything just fell apart. So I'm super excited to reach that milestone finally, but we are well past where we should have been when that hit, you know? Um, If you ask my husband, it's because we pick weird ass movies that no one has ever seen. (laughs) Well, yeah, we noticed um, once, actually, once people, studios are releasing new movies finally, but they were doing all, then we're like, okay, now our viewer, our listenership's going back up. Sure. We're finally doing movies that everybody else is currently watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I wanted to remind everybody if you are have been listening to uh, us for some time and hearing the ad for this better be yeah. good, that, that is Mike on, the, on this better be good. So, <laughs> Am I on um, that? Is that my, the old ad? I, I, oh, I yeah. And there were two. You did it one where you're like, and, and that was bad. <laughs> we have the second one that you, we've been we playing the second one. one that you've sent us. So yeah. make, it, make a new one, man. Make, <laughs> get, us something, get us something fresh. We'll, we'll play it for you. <laughs> Um, otherwise, yeah, Mandy, do you have anything coming up you want people to look at or see or anything that's unrelated to you that you just want to remind people that is out there? Like something fun? Less than a minute. Uh, right? Hamilton. Go watch Hamilton. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the spot. Uh, Hamilton. <laughs> um, all right. And then, gave away her shot to Hamilton. Sure. For sure. She did. Yeah. She, she didn't want to let it pass. Um, I uh, would like for you to go to our Instagram page. It's another episode podcast on Instagram. That's where we post every Sunday, which will happen today. Later on, we will post the poster of the movie that we're covering on Wednesday. So you have oh, a I few days. Photoshop poster? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get to be uh, Eddie Murphy on the cover of The I'm Golden so Child. I'm excited about that. <laughs> um, so look for that on Sundays. And then that way it gives you a couple of days advance notice. So you can kind of watch the movie ahead of time if you haven't seen it in a while. And then you can uh, listen along with us. Otherwise, you can reach out to us if we missed anything or if you want to tell us something we did right or something we did wrong at another episode podcast at gmail.com. 
and otherwise we always or hit, hit us up on facebook if you know what the sound was for sure yeah uh if we always play a clip at the end of this to get out because we don't know how to do that otherwise uh it gets real awkward at the end so the clip i forgot to save one until the end so this time the clip is going to be all right thanks guys so much yeah thank Have you guys bye, bye. Lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs>